Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. So many significant statements wrapped up in that. Love never seeks its own. Now that's that's my second point from this passage. Because what he's describing here is not love. It's self-centeredness and self-seeking. That, that's the second one, self-seeking. Just all about me. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you of an important foundational truth. Love never fails. Love doesn't fail except when you, love doesn't fail if, fill in the blank on those sentences with anything you want, but it isn't true and won't ever be because you serve a loving God who has never and will never stop loving you and those around you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. First Corinthians 13, Paul writing about love. And as one teacher worded it, this is such beautiful prose that we miss the practical application if we're not careful. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my gifts, all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. There's so many significant statements wrapped up in that. Love never seeks its own. Now, that's that's my second point from this passage, because what he's describing here is not love. It's self-centeredness and self-seeking. That, that's the second one, self-seeking. Just all about me. That's a mark of carnality. And unfortunately, it's a description of far too many Christians. And if it's a description of you, you need to talk to him about it. You need to repent and acknowledge that, that it's a problem. Because, again, please please understand, 
All your father wants to do is bless you. All your father wants to do is give you good things and give you joy, fulfillment. That's all he wants. He's not trying to hold out on you. He's not trying to take anything away from you. He's trying to give to you. And he says in this passage, he says, you know, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you. And in part, I believe it. For there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. What does he mean by that? Well, have you noticed how certain people stand out? Certain people stand out, right? I mean, you gather together, whether we're talking about a work environment or a family dynamic or church, you know, your, your, your church family, your church community, certain people will stand out. Let me describe one type of individual that stands out. The person who parades himself or is envious. How does he describe it? Behaves rudely. Always seeking her own. That kind of person stands out. The person who, when, when you have a meal together, you know, you do a picnic or one of our agape nights like we used to do, you know, potluck kind of a deal where everybody brings food, that person is always going to be, as soon as you pray, the first one in line. And will probably have two plates when they leave the room, right? Heaped up, full, making sure they get theirs, man. That person stands out, but not in a good way, right? That person stands out. That individual who is always, you know, talking about, and there's a catchphrase that I've noticed. And, and I, you know, I, I know the devil is not dumb, but it's interesting to me how he uses the same stuff over and over and over again. Let, let me give you a phrase to watch out for. Oh, that's just the kind of person I am. Bells and whistles should be going off in your head when you hear that. That's, you know, that's just the kind of person I am. Because what that usually means is that's the kind of person they want you to think they are. But it's probably not the kind of person they really are. And it's because it's almost always in the context of something good, right? You know, I'm, man, I'm just, I'm reliable. You can count on me. That's just the kind of person I am. Maybe not. I'm not saying it's automatic. I'm saying just pay attention. More often than not... That's it. Let me give you another one. What, you don't trust me? As soon as you say that, my answer is <laughs> no. Probably not. Not now. I did till you said that, but now I'm not so sure. Or with the emphatic, trust me. Just trust me. The person who wants to be seen as a leader, who pushes themselves forward, parades themselves often is not a leader. The person who is a leader also stands out. How do they stand out? How do leaders stand out? They rise to the top. They're always out in front. When you need a volunteer, they're one of the first. When they volunteer, they do it. They show up. They do what needs to be done. And they're not doing it for a whole bunch of recognition and pats on the back. They just do it. And you notice their spirituality. They're not having to tell you about it. They are the go-to people in your life. People you know you can trust to be, be silent about your problems. You can share the deep things and not worry about it being passed on or your trust being betrayed. 
they're the people that you look at and you say, that's a real Christian. I want to be like her. I want the relationship he has with Jesus Christ. They're leaders because they're out in front, leading the way, doing the stuff. And, and a third point here, I'm rushing. This is I'm so excited about what I'm seeing here. But the, the third thing that we'll get to in just a second is that Jesus himself is our example. And that's why Paul points to him and says, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. In other words, this is not, I'm not making this stuff up. This is not just my good idea. This is Jesus himself communicating to you. This is, this is his best. But, but before I get into that, look with me at Romans chapter 12, real, real quickly. Romans chapter 12. The first point, self-centeredness ha- has no place in a Christian's life. Self-seeking, second point. You know, the first one to the table, doubling up, you know, getting yours no matter what happens with, with other people. That, that's not Christian behavior. That's not Christ-like. And you're shortchanging yourself if that's your attitude. You know, when I first joined Youth with a Mission, one of the things that struck me, and the, the dinner meal every night, we'd have, you know, anywhere between 30 and 50 people at our training center for dinner. And there was always one staff person who would ring the bell and call the dinner, you know, to order, quiet everybody down, and, and then share announcements, ask if there were any additional announcements, and introduce the guests. And then that person would pray over the meal, and the guests went through the line first. And then the, the moms with the small children, and we would help them. And we were taught in the dorm environment a principle. We were expected to live this out among our, our coworkers and our peers. It's from Romans chapter 12. Now, I, I'd love to be able to just dissect the whole chapter with you again, but I encourage you to maybe get the CD where we did it a, you know, months and months and months ago now. But beginning at verse 9, Paul writing to the Christians there in, in Rome, he said, Let love be without hypocrisy. Is your love without hypocrisy? I mean, are you, are you living out your love for the people around you? Is it real? He says, abhor what is evil. Reject it, in other words. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. See, that's that principle. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.